0: This is Granite State Goonies Podcast. Welcome. Alright, so we said we are going to talk about the Red Sox, so let's talk about MLB. Here we go. So last night's MLB game against the Dodgers and Giants. Chris, what did you think about it?
1: It was a good game. Definitely a back and forth game. Not the outcome I wanted. I wanted to see the Giants come up strong, make it up into the uh, NLCS to play the Braves, but... The Dodgers got the better of it last night. Not by much. 2-1 final. It was close.
0: So it was a walk-off last night. Says Goldie Bellinger singles in the right.
1: Well, it wasn't a walk-off because they were in San Fran.
0: Oh, oh, okay, okay.
1: But it was a leading. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That
0: was the winning run right there. That makes sense. Okay. Caleb, what do you think?
2: I think um just the matchup coming out of the wild card game for the Dodgers against the Giants I mean you got two heavyweights going at it um both 110 wins throughout the entire season counting playoffs uh it was going to be a slugfest which it turned into not being a slugfest with such a low scoring affair and the pitchers for both sides going off mm-hmm. um but like you said the uh Corey Bellinger in the top of the ninth, getting that hit to score the run, just that was the difference in the entire game. Mm -hmm. all came down to the ninth. Yeah.
0: I'm actually surprised. I'm looking at the NLCS schedule now, and the Dodgers are playing the Braves. I never would have thought the Braves could make it this far. I'm going to be honest. But I don't
2: think – They won their division and they played the Brewers. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, the Brewers are not actually that bad.
2: Let's be honest. I mean,
0: you've got yeah, when, Jackie Bradley and you've got Christian Yelich and some decent that's pitching. But
1: when you have no offense, the Braves are beat up this year.
2: Are they? Mm.
1: They lost Acuna. They lost Azuna. And they lost Mike Soroka, so you lose one of your best pitches. You lose arguably two of your, be- your two best outfielders and two high-end hitters. Yeah. So, it's, it's all they have is Freddie Freeman and backstreet yeah. mm-hmm. If you if he's good, but he's hit or miss, I feel.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like the Dodgers easily take this series. Like I'm looking at the previous mm-hmm. matchups. Dodgers win September first, three to four. Dodgers win August thirty first, second, two to two to three. August thirtieth, Dodgers win three to five. Uh, June sixth, the Braves win four to two. Dodgers. Uh, June fifth, Braves win four to uh, eight to four. No, my bad. The, the Dodgers six won four, four out
1: of the six games.
0: Yes, and then the Dodgers finished the last one, and I can't see what the score is.
1: It's nine to five. The Dodgers are definitely. I feel like the Dodgers are going to go to the World Series again. Mm-hmm.
2: Not going to be a sweep. I will tell you that much. It will I'm not thinking, be a sweep.
1: It could be, but I, well, I, I,
2: I five, could see probably
1: it. Probably in five. I could see it in five. But that's going to be like when you look at that. You, if if we think the Dodgers are going to be in, and you look at then you look at the ALCS, it's going to be tough to say who's going to get the better half between the Red Sox and Astros because that game could go a sweep in either way, arguably. But it all it could hmm. also go up to seven games because. Both pitching staffs are intriguing. When you look at the NL, they have the best pitching staffs, and you can't, like, like their pitching is amazing. And that's why they have low-scoring games. But when you look at the AL, it's all offense. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's kind of coming down to in the AL: is whose pitching staff can out the other pitching staff.
2: Yeah. Very much. Yeah. Which, looking
1: at, like, the first two games of Probable Starters. Red Sox got Sale and Evaldi. And then Astros have Valdez and Garcia. So both are decent pitches, but they don't have McCullers or Verlander going. They're yeah. both out. And the Red Sox pitching staffs pretty much at full health with Pavetta and Hook looking amazing right now. Whitlock and Adovino coming in off as closers. They've been amazing. Yeah. In the postseason, Whitlock has one win. Ivaldi has a win. Like, that put up a Red big
2: game yeah. in that extra innings, 13-inning battle.
1: Yeah. I guess, I mean, the, I guess the, the Rays ain't good.
0: Mm-hmm. There's just something about the Red Sox and always turning it on during the postseason. Like, they'll show, like, signs of greatness during the regular season, but you'll always have doubts and you'll always be worried. But then as soon as October and the postseason hits, it's like they're a brand new team. And I don't know why, but it's very fascinating to watch.
2: It's because the Red Sox were counted out this year. I mean, everybody counted them out the last three, last month. Hmm. I counted them out. I'll, I'll admit it. I counted them out. I yeah. said, oh, no, we're going to lose the wild card spot. It yeah. is what it is. But I think a lot of that has to do with the Red Sox in, I believe, late August, early October, early September, they had 13 games where players were on COVID.
0: Yeah, that, that was a stretch. They were stretch.
2: just... They were just plugging and playing players all around, and just trying to make it through that. So they, they made it best, through it. I feel like that they what made the it rest through rest it, and the they're ma- and they're and they're going. I mean, I just I think part of it's also Schwarber's come into his own at first base. I mean, defensively he's got work to do, but offensively he's a powerhouse right now.
0: Yeah, and he always has been. That's what they. I don't think they brought him in. For his defensive skills, I think they brought him in for a, an extra boost to the offense. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like a, a, a juice-em-up type thing.
2: I think one thing you got to look at is sales starting game one. Mm-hmm. That's a very strategic move. Because if sales can't go more than, like, four Three or four innings, or if he can't go very far, then you bring in Hauk and you bring in Pavetta for the, in that game. And then what that does is it puts Evaldi for game two. That's yeah. an off day for Pavetta and Hauk. You have the built-in off day for travel, mm-hmm. and then you have game three with Erod. They won't play that game either. Yeah. That puts them in line for Game Four starter, Hauker Pavetta. With I like rest, Hauk. with I like, rest.
0: I like Hauk a lot as well. Yeah.
1: Pavetta has been very hot, but after you saw what Hauk had to do in Washington against the Nats, and how he's become a huge part, he can come like him and Pavetta can both either start or come out of the bullpen for what's needed, and that's okay. huge.
2: I like correct, him. and I think that's why it gives you options for mm-hmm. Game Four.
1: Yeah.
0: I like how the Red Sox have taken a lot of their old starters and made them rotation bullpen guys. I feel like that was a smart move. Instead of just cutting them or dropping them, like they moved them around in the order. Like when um Sale came back and they moved some guys around and they made them um uh rotation bullpen guys. I felt like that was a very well, yeah, smart you have move.
1: To. Garrett Richards can't be a starter all year. No. We saw what he <laughs> in April. Rainy, coldy days. That's not his type of game. He's an out west pitcher. Like, he's a west day. coast
2: guy. Which means yeah, that brings once up- the Dodgers, once we play the Dodgers in LA for the World Series. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Richards is going to be yeah. on his game.
1: Yeah. Why don't we
0: <laughs> What if we play out west?
1: You know, is that that's that's going to be more strategic, though, because if if we have to play the Dodgers in the World Series, if we get that far, mm-hmm. um, which pitcher will give us the most likely? Which pitcher will be most likely to get contact, get hits? You don't have the DH there. So is Hook a really good hitter, but he's the fourth best pitcher? Do we put him in game one or two if he can hit? Over sale, who like, can't swing a bat? So it's going to be interesting to see how their tactics if we get that far to see who they put where. We've got to make it through the CS first, of. though. Uh, I think we will. As long as we can split, The first, the first two games in Houston, one-one. I feel like we have a good, we have a very good chance to take it in five.
2: Home field advantage at Fenway is insane.
1: We have been very hot at home. Like we looked awful in that three games, three games against the Yankees. We went to that one Friday night and they looked awful Mm -hmm. in the regular season. And we were like, this isn't good. Like Giancarlo's smashing the ball. But then in the wild card it came down to who has better pitching for one game. And that the air, the temperatures, it just wasn't right. And Giancarlo was robbing himself, just hitting him off the monster, thinking they were gone. But And that's another thing, too. Is the wind direction and air quality and how humid it, it all affects the ball. And that's what lucked out Boston in that game. Mm-hmm.
0: Looking at Garrett Richards' batting average and batting stats for this year, and they're not terrible. Yeah. So they're not good either. No, <laughs> but he's also a pitcher. But for a pitcher, it's not terrible, you know? Wasn't it one of the games he led the Red Sox in at-bats? Garrett Richards? Yeah. Yeah. I forget. It was something weird. I I remembered reading the stats somewhere. So I don't remember where. It was a lot.
1: It was a while ago.
0: It was like mid season, before Say was back.
1: Batting statistics for twenty twenty one. Yeah, Whitlock is hitting five hundred. Two at bats, he has one hit.
0: That's Whitlock. That's not one
1: no, I know. I'm looking. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, our pitchers don't. Yeah, Gary, Gary, Rich is hitting two hundred.
0: That's what it was. That's not
1: which is better, which but well, that's better than Michael Chavis and Frankie Cordero. Yeah, yeah. and Danny Santana. <laughs> Oof. But uh. all of our other hitters don't have anything.
2: The yeah. Red Sox have the most home runs in the postseason so far. Do they? They have the most home runs, most RBIs at thirty-two. Mm-hmm. They've taken fourteen base on balls. They've struck out thirty-five times, which is mid range, seventh of all the postseason teams that made it. That's not um bad. they've gotten sixty-three hits. The next closest has forty-eight, and that's the Dodgers. Um they've the Red Sox have scored thirty two runs, the most of any team so far this postseason. Um Nine doubles. Most by any team currently still in the postseason.
0: Hmm.
2: Red Sox batting average is 328 right now. That's good. The White Sox was 291. Houston is 288. Highest on-base percentage. Um... Highest OPS, highest slugging. I mean, the offense came to play, boys.
0: Yeah, they did. That, that's. Yeah,
1: that's really yeah. Good.
2: The offense came to play. <laughs> hmm. It's just. Now it's. Can they continue to play? And. How is it going to look? Going throughout this next series. Yeah.
0: Hmm. It actually looks like it's going to be a really tight matchup against Boston and Red Sox. Because if you look at average runs for both teams average a little over five runs a game. And only allow a little more than four runs. Red Sox is a little higher, closer to five with 4.6. But still, like, it's it's going to be a really good game, I feel.
2: Good series.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this because this is going to be uh, really good. I mean... What's it? Uh DraftKings has it at a, a running line of one plus one and a half for Boston, minus one and a half for Houston.
2: And I mean Odds well, yeah. are odds are good, but
1: that's expected though for Houston to be favored at home.
2: Yeah, but
0: only by one and a half, like that's really close. Yeah. So I'm um, I'm really looking forward to this matchup tonight. It'll be good. It'll be good to watch. <clears throat> is it on Nesson or is it on uh, FS one again?
2: It's gonna be on Fox. Fox. Okay. The entire series is on Fox. Nesson is done for the year. Gotcha.
0: Nesson just has all the regular home games. Correct. Okay. Good to know. Good to know.
1: Yep. I'm 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 more excited for the uh NHL.
0: Yeah, I mean, this a good, again slate going of games. Tomorrow. good slate of games tonight. All right, there's only three games tonight, but. Yeah.
1: Well, last night, last Seattle night. Crankin got their first dub.
0: Kraken's, yeah, against the uh, Predators 4 3.
1: They lost their first game to the Vegas Golden Knights 4 3, but. But it's not shocking. <laughs> When you when you look when you look at the breakdown, they're getting scoring from all three lines. Mm-hmm. The top three lines have all scored goals, multiple goals. McCann on the first line, Tanev on the third, Wenberg and what's his name? Yeah. Donato. Like they're, they're getting a lot of puck movement, which is good for them.
0: I mean, they it's got being those. a good amount of shots on goal with twenty six. I mean, the Predators outdid them by four. But, I mean, in the end, it really comes down to score. But shots on goal are an important stat as well. So, having 26 is good. Ah, uh, That's what it is. They capitalized on the power play goals with two. Yeah. That's what yeah. bit the Predators in the rear.
2: Yeah. Well, Bruins news. Uh, literally, like 20 minutes ago, uh, Charlie McAvoy... Bruins reach eight-year deal, seventy-six million contract extension.
0: There you go. That's good news. Happy Boston fans.
2: He was yeah. uh he was due to be a restricted free agent after the season, but he's uh he's got a deal. Mm-hmm. That's 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 huge, honestly, especially for that guy. Yeah,
1: I mean, like. If you look at the defense, we have McAvoy. We have Brendan Carlo on the second line. Greslick and Clifton on the third line. Like, we have a beat-up defense, but when you have arguably one of the best offenses with and Bergeron, Posternock, first line. Paul, Perfection Leo, line. Smith, second line, that's a great line. DeBrusque on the third. The fourth line's good. So we have depth on offense. We don't have depth on defense. And the other thing is going to be the goalie. Because it's starting to look like Linus Allmark's going to be the starter. It's be him and it's him doing. and Swayman. But I think Swayman. I think Swayman's going to take over because I think Swayman looked amazing last season. Did he? When Tuca wasn't producing, Swayman looked really, really good. So I don't think it's going to be a while until he starts taking over.
2: I think they're being cautious with Swayman because he is. This is only his second year in the in the league. Yeah. I mean. He came literally from college, almost straight up to the NHL because of how injuries with Tuca and um, the, the other down. the other goalie I can't remember his name right now, but he went straight up. Same with uh, honestly, all last season there was like four goalies in the room because of how injuries were just plaguing. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, Allmark was. Good last Wednesday when uh, when we went to the preseason game. He just got unlucky on a couple shots. Is what it is. It's preseason. Yeah. It was a good Learn. game. Not anymore, so. Learn. Regular season starts now.
0: Yeah, it starts on um, Saturday on Nesson at 7, 7 p.m. against the Stars.
2: Yep, Little
1: put Tyler it to work. Revenge game. Hmm. That that first that first line on Dallas looks really good. Yeah. Jamie Benn, Tyler Seguin, mm-hmm. they were hot last year, so it'll be interesting to see if they can continue that.
0: Well, I mean, La they in the 2020 season, the Bruins, the Stars played once, and the Bruins took it four three. Yeah,
1: it's going to be high scoring so again. So, I believe just with the lack of odd oh, goaltending in.
0: On both Defense. sides,
1: yeah, I feel like it's gonna be a high school game. Yeah. Both both are powerhouses.
0: No, it's in it's in Boston, so I'll be <clears throat> home. brownie points cool. to the Bruins. So I feel like oh, yeah, yeah. that won't be a good game. That won't, the goalies,
1: a, hmm. the, the sides do have actually a very good goalie room, but yeah. it's very it's gonna be very hit or miss because they got Braden Hopti. From the uh, capitals
2: he started last night I believe he's
1: he's gonna be he's gonna be good
2: mm-hmm.
0: he
1: always shuts down Boston but I feel like we have him and they have Aunt anton whodobin yeah so they actually have really good depth but we don't the Bruins will have to figure stuff out yeah definitely we should be well but we'll be in this score
0: mm-hmm I don't think scoring is going to be the issue. I think it's going to be shutting Defense. down, yeah, shutting down Dallas. I think it's going to be the issue. That's my opinion. Cuz I feel Boston has a really good offense from what I saw. Like they were able to attack the zone really well and put a lot of pressure on the Capitals during the preseason game I went and saw. But mm-hmm. they struggled when the puck came the other way, I felt like I feel like I got to look up the time of possessions and shot on goal stats, but I just feel like they struggled immensely on defense.
2: Yeah, I can't I have to agree. I mean, from the capital game that we went to, it did seem like Boston was puck handling a little bit like more cheekily. Mm-hmm. If that's the word to go, yeah. it was like they would they would hold the puck and they weren't like getting passes. They were trying to maneuver around the defensemen and push to the net, but at the same time, every single time they did that, they lose it. They got the puck. They got the they got the puck taken away from them. So it was like, yeah. Well, well, what are you gonna do?
0: Yeah. So I'm looking at the stat line right now and. I definitely I mean, uh, I agree with what I said earlier. The giveaways that they they just gave away the puck too many times. Uh, but penalties. penalties. They had 7 yep. penalties for 14 minutes of penalty minutes. If you give a team yep. dang near ugh, dang near a whole period worth of penalty minutes, like no offense, you deserve to lose. Because mm-hmm. you're playing a whole period Either four on five or three on five the whole time. And it's, you're not going to win hockey playing like that. You're just and not. And one of them
2: was a double minor by Charlie McAvoy.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: In the third of all periods. hmm And they and if you look at it, Capitals scored in that yeah, power play.
0: That's the power play they score. And that's what ties the game. And that's what sends it into overtime. Mm-hmm. So I think Boston slightly needs to get their act together. Because if you... If again on Saturday's game, if they have just as mental penalties, I'd be kind of nervous as a Bruins fan.
2: yeah I guess my question now is like to go just to the whole NHL as a whole who is who do you think is going to be getting the um Stanley Cup who's who's going to win it? I know we're at race early. I know we just started the season, but who's getting that Stanley Cup at the end of the year?
0: Hold on. Chris, you
1: pipe I think... I think... In the East, definitely some of the big names that have potential to make it. Lightning Bruins. Penguins. (laughs) Capitals even, maybe. I feel...
2: I think I could see the Islanders sneaking was, in there too. To
0: if if no, last that, years? They,
1: I feel like they'll make playoffs, but I don't think they'
2: they've made the cha- they've made the uh, the championship series the last two years, and went I believe to the Stanley Cup last year. Mm-hmm. No, no, they made the championship series the last two years.
1: From the east, I'm going to say Bruins v. Penguins. Penguins. From the west. I like Dallas. I think the Oilers might turn things something on. Dallas mm-hmm. Oilers. Mm-hmm. From there, I feel like the oil. I feel like the Oilers need to make a big move into the playoffs. They haven't really made a big one, and McDavid's amazing. I could see like oiler Penguins or oiler Bruins. I think they don't have
2: goaltending. That's what it is.
1: Who Boston? If, I think. I think Swayman can step up. I think Swayman's the man. I think,
0: like, I think, A, it's a, I know this is like a hypothetical line. I think it's just a bit too early. I think if Swayman comes into his own and does really good through the season, I definitely think Boston could make a run for the championship. I think the most championship ready team at this current moment would have to be like the Islanders or the Penguins, the Lightning. Or the Lightning.
1: Yeah, I'd go Lightning over Islanders all day.
0: Mm-hmm. But I think those are, like, the most championship-ready team at this the point moment. The Islanders just
1: played dirty.
2: They just played very Islanders aggressive. Just, Islanders picked up Chara over the offseason, so they just added a little bit of help in the back line, like leadership. The Islanders just added Chara, which if he doesn't oh. produce
1: on the ice— We didn't in Washington—
2: yeah, but that's a new leader in your in your locker room. That's a new voice in your locker room and veteran presence which that can make a difference. Yeah. I mean...
0: Okay. I mean their team the is a decently average uh, young team. They've had a couple 24 sprinkled in there, twenty five, twenty seven. This is the Islanders, by the way. Sorry. Um. Yeah, and then I feel like they got a good balance of veteran presence and new, uh, younger, younger guys. So I think adding Chara was a good move.
2: Yeah, I mean, Chara used to play for the Islanders when he was somewhat first drafted out of wherever he got drafted out of. I don't know if he went to college or not. I Most that. NHL players don't go to college because they're from overseas. Um,
0: he's from overseas as well. I'm pretty sure he's uh, Czech. Yeah, he's Slovakian. Czech Republic. Or Slovakian. Uh, yeah.
2: But that veteran presence i mean it's gonna it's gonna show up i mean in nfl you have veterans just join teams and don't produce but they still add to the effect of it every game
0: yeah to go back yeah he did play with the islanders he was first drafted by them in 97 Played the 97 to 91 with them. Then went to the Senators in 01 to 06. Was with Boston for most of his career from 06 to 2020. And has now been a journeyman since. Pretty much, yeah. Playing for different teams.
2: So. Um... Big Thursday night football matchup. Yes, indeed it was.
0: Tampa Bay versus Eagles, and it was a lot closer of a game than it definitely should have been. That's all I'm going to say. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. The
2: yeah. Bucks had
1: a big lead. The Bucks were up 21-7 at half. They both <laughs> scored a touchdown
2: at. <laughs> 28-7 in the third.
1: And yeah, that's what I mean. They were 28-7 in the third. So when you look at it, they
0: only... No, it would have been they, in the third. No, what? It would have yeah. been
1: 28-14 in the third. Well, yeah, well, they had a lead of 28-7. Oh. In the third. And I mean, then they blew it.
0: Well, they they didn't fully blow it because they did squeak by with the win. But I definitely think this shows some flaws in the Bucks. I think they're definitely still a championship team, but I think while they're still injury prone right now it's it's not good i think I mean, hmm?
2: if you look at it the eagles had a missed field goal in the third and then they got a turn uh, they got a turnover on downs to start the the uh the fourth and then they went down and scored Mhm. Um I think probably what it came down to there is there just wasn't enough time on the clock for them to get the ball back.
0: Mhm. That's one thing I think Tom Brady does well is uh clock management. He does that. He really- is the
1: greatest quarterback of all time.
0: Yeah, he does that really well. So that is expected. Um, I definitely think it shouldn't have been as close if you look at, like, time of possession and total yards and everything. Like, Buccaneers held the ball for 40 minutes versus the Eagles 20. Uh, Eagles had 10, uh, 11 less first downs than the Bucks. Bucks had almost 400 total yards of offense versus the Eagles 213 yards. Like, statistically looking at all this, It shouldn't have been as close as it was, but then you go down, and the Buccaneers had seven penalties versus the Eagles four, so that bites them a bit right there, but every other stat line is in the Buccaneers' favor, and by a a long shot, to a degree. Passing yards, and total plays, you know. They're averaging 5.5 yards a play. Like, a team who can average 5.5 yards a play should be able to put up big numbers. Because if that's what you're averaging, it's going to take you about two plays to get a first down, you know?
1: I forget the Bucks have one of the best run defenses. But when Miles Sanders is averaging 6.2 a carry and has nine carries for 56 yards, he only had, like, one touch or two touches in the first half. He had, like, no touches in the first half. Mm-hmm. So you have him you have him with nine carries, but then you have Jalen Hurts with ten.
0: ten and Granted,
1: Jalen Hurts got the two touchdowns, but that's that's there's bigger issues than the Jalen Hurts' passing ability. Yeah, he went 12 for 26, 115 with a touchdown and an interception. Yeah. You need to get Miles Sanders involved. If you don't get Miles and Sa- if you don't get Miles Sanders involved, you're not going to win the game. Like, yeah, you get down 28-7 at one point. You're not gonna want to run the ball. No, you but that should be something score. you focus in the first half. If he only gets a couple touches in the first half, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, because you have to, to open up the pass game. You have to have a run game. If you don't have a run game, it's over. Because even though the Bucks in sec- the Bucks secondary is beat up, mm. how many people do they have injured right now? You look at you look what happened against Mac Jones and the Patriots. Yeah, they almost lost that game. I don't think should have been kicking 56 yards in the rain and wind. Yeah, but that was a Bill Belichick call. And Mac Jones totally looked pressed. good, and that's and that secondary looked awful. Yeah, the Buck secondary was awful. I mean, you so know, if with, you're taking the Richard ball, and they added him because they lost so many people.
0: No, no, I'm saying even with him, they looked terrible. He,
1: you know? Yeah, you look at yeah, because he's 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 too new to that formatting, but mm. they'll get they'll get they'll get to it. The Eagles that. need to change things up because Dallas is going to be a front runner for the NFC least. All right. If everybody keeps playing like
0: that, if you're an Eagles fan, you're sitting at two and four right now. You've got your next three games are Raiders, Lions, Chargers.
1: Is it time two to hit one. the
0: panic button? No, you're two and one. So right you, you, beat, you beat the Raiders. Are I feel like five. you beat the Raiders. So I think five. so.
1: If you if you really look at the Eagles schedule in depth right now, That's what I'm am, not waiting. You just, you just lost to the 5-1 bucks. Yeah, you lose to the Chiefs. The Chiefs are good. You beat the Panthers. That's a good win. You lose to the Cowboys. You lose to the Niners. You beat the Falcons. So, yeah, you're not winning. Like, you lose by 6 to the 49ers. You get blown out by the Chiefs and the Cowboys, both very good teams. The Chiefs haven't been looking that good this year. They have right. a lot of turnovers. Very suspect team. But then you lose to the five and one bucks like that. Those are some expected losses. You blow yeah. out the Eagles, that's a great look. You beat the Panthers by three. No, no McCaffrey, but that's good. You got the they Raiders. Just... I feel like they can come off on the Raiders because the Raiders lost John Gruden, so that's going to be a huge transition in coaching. There's going to be a lot of turmoil. You can definitely beat the Lions.
0: Oh, Lions are probably on track to win this right now. season.
1: So you then you lose because what are they right now? Two and four, we said.
0: Ah, uh, yep, they're two and four.
1: So then, that puts them up four and four. You lose to the Chargers because they've been looking amazing. That yeah. puts you at four and five.
0: Then you got the Broncos. You beat the Next
1: Broncos. Weeks. You could beat the Saints. Saints. You beat the Giants. Giants. You beat Jets. the Jets. That's a four win. Right Washington there. And five.
0: And then you get
1: Washington. can go either way. You go so basically say a, even say, say you split the Washington series. That puts you at nine and six. You beat the Giants again. You lose nice. to the Cowboys. You're ten and seven. That might be good for a wild card spot. In the NFC, no.
0: I mean, tank division? But, Mm-mm. Let me look at the duh, 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 Cowboys schedule real quick.
1: Oh, it's easy. They got the Patriots this week. They're going to blow them up.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You sure about or that? Even.
1: Yep. I'm 100% about that. Dak's been looking too good. Yeah. Zeke's been on fire. Thanks for giving me Zeke for Miles Gaskin.
2: <laughs> Go away.
1: Well, Cowboys, Cowboys defense is
2: on another level right now in their secondary.
1: And they just lost uh, Jalen.
2: All right, Cowboys'
0: upcoming schedule is Patriots, Vikings, Broncos, Falcons, Chiefs, Raiders, Saints, Washington, Giants, Washington.
1: Yeah, but when you look, okay, when you really look at it right now, right? The Buccaneers are five and one. The Cowboys are four and one. The Cardinals are five and zero. Oh, the Packers are four and one. So they're probably going to walk away with the division. But you still got the Rams at 4-1. and one. That's one of the three wild cards. The Bears are good enough to get a second wild card. The Panthers and Saints. It's not too late. You're 2-4. You need to really have a good push for the next few weeks. I think they could go 10-7, honestly. Who? Eagles? The Eagles. Eagles can go 10-7. Yeah.
0: I've got the Cowboys going 15-2. and two. I'm looking at their schedule right now. Who do you have them losing to? Uh Cardinals. That's it. I don't know.
1: The Cardinals have not looked
0: good. Uh not after last week's game. They've uh, that was a scary Cardinals team. Like that was really good. Because they beat the don't Patriots. No, sorry, the Cardinals didn't beat the Patriots. I was talking about the Cowboys. What were you gonna say?
2: The Barely Cowboys only loss has been to the Bucs on opening night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And,
2: and it was twenty nine. And it was twenty nine to thirty one. Yeah, that's a close game
1: and they missed yeah. two extra points, three extra points.
2: I mean, like if you're going to miss those extra points you deserve to lose, but still, it was a yeah. close game the entire game.
1: Mhm. Point take right now. All right. Vegas is doing Vegas is doing people dirty right now. They have the Panthers plus 120. Okay. They play um
0: they're playing, play they're playing Minnesota. Minnesota,
1: yeah. They play Mi- they're playing Minnesota. And the Panthers are at home.
0: And the Vikings and are the down Pan- Dalvin. So. And, the uh, be get-
1: and the Panthers Dalvin might be getting Dalvin was a full participant
0: back. yesterday at practice. Was he? Okay, Yeah,
1: they, they, yeah, he got called out weird last game. Mm. But CMC is going to do something. If CMC's back, the Panthers have that game. Yeah. The Cardinals against the Browns, underdogs. Like, yeah, you're in Cleveland, but Cleveland sucks.
0: Cleveland's Mediocre. They're uh,
1: good this year, but I think the Cardinals are just too good to be. Thank you. Uh, and then Seattle Cardinals defense. I'm taking. I'm taking Gino. I don't um, think Pittsburgh has it. I, I think Gino's going to go into Gino's going to go into Pittsburgh and is going to walk all over them. You do a three-team parlay at that. You have plus plus fifteen over fifteen hundred. That's big money I'm three. The underdogs that will most likely all win.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to figure out who. the Steelers have injured right now because if TJ Watt's still Juju. out, Juju,
1: Juju, <laughs> okay, <laughs> he's pursuing his TikTok career.
0: They have Big Ben. Oh, Big Ben didn't participate in practice on Wednesday.
2: Huh. That's
1: probably nothing. He's got a. The Hawks are 19th in
2: August, up. 32nd in defense. They're two and three. Mm-hmm. They're gonna well now. out. It's just Seattle's defense has not came to play this season
1: After we lost no. the Legion of Boom We had the top two Passing our defense In like a, when we won the Super Bowl And they were amazing Defensively once we lost them we've become One of the worst defenses We don't have a good defense We rely on Russ Without mm-hmm. Russ it's Gino time
0: Alright I have a question which team is more likely to go winless, Jags or Lions? Jags. Both. No, no. <laughs> Just both. both. Okay,
1: you think about the Lions right now, right?
0: look at their schedule.
1: Okay. Yeah, you get blown out. You, you They had a great comeback against the 49ers. They lost by eight. They get blown out by the Packers. Justin Tucker kicks his record field goal. That's a win for the Ravens. They lose by 10 to the Bears, and then another field goal by the Vikings. They could beat the Bengals. They might beat the Eagles in a couple weeks. The Steelers.
0: I think they get maybe two wins at most. I think they beat the Eagles, and I think they beat the Steelers. Everyone else they lose to. Unless, okay, and they maybe beat the Bears if Matt Nagy is Matt Nagy.
2: Seattle
1: might lose to Jacksonville next week.
2: I doubt I that. could see them going into MetLife week 16 and stealing a win from the Jets. Who's this? For the Jags. The Jags. I could see the Jaguars going into week what, 16. Wait, the,
1: what's the date on that? Uh,
2: 26, Christmas. Christmas weekend. Uh, the day after Christmas. Well,
1: the, the, you said the Jags, right? Yeah.
2: Jags versus Jets, week 16.
1: Week 15, they play the Texans at home.
2: Yeah. And then they play the Colts week 18. They have a really good stretch down the end of the season for them. Yeah, to get a couple wins. Mm-hmm.
0: But the question is, do you just tank to get the number one overall draft pick? Okay.
1: Yeah, so he a new quarterback. No, Why? You
2: so you can get a quarterback that you don't need?
0: No, you don't need a quarterback. It's too early to tell who's going to declare for the draft, but I don't know.
1: Well... The draft class does look good. For well, not for quarterbacks.
2: Well, I mean, Jags are in uh, in London this week. Would it be
0: twenty twenty two draft class?
1: Yeah. There's a lot of defensive players. Three dot The top three are defensive players.
0: Let's see. Hmm. Yeah. I mean there's a And couple you know
1: there. Urban Meyer doesn't want to tank. Urban Meyer he doesn't want
0: to tank. No. I feel like they need more offensive weapons. That are an offensive line. Who's who do they got? Uh Tyron Johnson, nope. LaVisca Chenault, Marvin Jones, Jeff Cotton, Laquan Treadwell, Josh Hammond. I don't know. That's like okay, Tim Jones. DJ Chark, Jamal Agnew. It's not terrible. Their tight ends aren't bad either. Dan Arnold's from the Cardinals when well, he wasn't bad. James Very old, defensive
2: heavy something. something. Draft class. hmm
1: The games the games this week they're gonna be to watch. Are Chargers, Ravens, yep. Arizona Cleveland, and then Monday yep. Night Bills, Titans. Those are the three best games this weekend.
0: Leo Jones is back, so I definitely think the Titans have a very minor chance if they can pull their crown uh, together.
1: Derrick Henry's the beast, so. That, too.
0: Pissed off, Derrick Henry's the best.
1: Okay, I have, I have one take for Caleb. All right. Mm-hmm. We're, changing, we're changing the sport, too. Caleb.
2: To what? Oh, I know what's coming. I know what's coming.
1: Texas, Kansas, Martinsville to end the round of eight. Who do you have moving on to Phoenix in the round of four and why?
2: Texas, Martinsville. Uh, Texas, Kansas, Martinsville, correct? Yep.
1: Yep. And then the final four duel in Phoenix. Right now, Larson's in one. Hamlin, Truex, Blaney all above the cup. Kyle Busch, Elliot Logano, and Big Bad Brad below the cut on the bubble.
2: I think the big thing is Larson, as of right now, all Larson has to do is consistently finish in the top 20. So you're putting him into Phoenix? With a 65-point lead, yes.
1: Yeah, well, yeah,
2: I I hope. I mean, I think, looking at it, Larson's a lock. I think, honestly, this is going to turn some heads, but I think Ryan Blaney is going to make it.
1: One I wasn't sure about,
2: but okay. Ryan Blaney has been the most consistent driver at Team Penske this entire season.
1: And that's been surprising because Joey and Brad are normally good, but Brad's leaving at the end of the season, as we know.
2: Correct. Um uh, Kyle Bush, he's always been great at Texas and Kansas. So I could see him going in and stealing a win at either of those tracks.
1: Okay. And you know So that yep. leaves you with one spot between Elliot Logano, Brad Hamlin, and Truix?
2: I honestly think it's going to be a shootout between Hamlin and Chase. I think going into Martinsville with the cutoff race, it's you got to favorite Chase because of how he got to the championship last year by winning it. Yep. I don't think he's going to be able to points his way in. I think he's going to have to win when, when to, get, to in. get into the into the post, into the Phoenix. He's he gonna have to win.
1: Points. He's only a couple points behind, though.
2: Yeah, but I could see him having a bad day at Texas. I could see him having a bad day at Kansas. Kansas. Okay. So then, I, if I you could have see him winning at Kansas too,
1: if you have Larson, Laney, Kyle Busch, and Elliott in Phoenix, mm-hmm. who who do you think is going to be the champion in NASCAR this year?
2: I mean, the obvious pick is Kyle Larson. I mean, he's been... On fire. uh, He's been dominant. I mean, I've called it the Larson revenge tour.
1: Okay.
2: Because being suspended last year, so...
1: And he's looked very good with Hendricks.
2: He's on fire. But, Ryan Blaney, again, I'm kind of taking a sleeper in Ryan Blaney. He has been consistently good at Phoenix the last couple of years and the short tracks. And we see it every season dating back to 2014, pretty much since they started this playoff format, the four drivers at the end, consistently are the top four running cars at the end of the, at, during the entire Phoenix race consistently, they're always the top four.
1: Okay. My hot take right here: Lugano takes Texas. Hot I can take. see it. I can okay, see it. I, I, I can see that. I can see Truex taking Kansas. I don't see been,
2: Truex doing it.
1: I think he's, he could.
2: He's been on. He's been on the downward slope for the last is two months. Gonna
1: be, it's going to be one of the Joe Gibbs. One of the Joe Gibbs is taking Kansas. And then, like you say, I can agree to Elliott in Martinsville. As long as nothing happens weird. And then Larson should be in on points. But it's going to be interesting to see. Does Chase Elliott put all of his beef with Kevin Harvick behind him now that Harvick's gone? Or is there still going to be some beef in these next few races?
2: There will be no beef. NASCAR had a call with them. I believe Wednesday they had a call. Six people were on the call. Three from each side. Only NASCAR talked in that entire call.
0: <laughs> so NASCAR played <laughs> counselor.
2: Correct. NASCAR
1: said, "Hey, cut it out." I think it was funny because they were racing hard at the Roval, and you could tell. Like we went to, I went to some short track racing over the cut last weekend. And that happened, they were going at each other, people were going three wide, and then they like, they spun each other, and then they like went face up, head to head. And that's basically what you were seeing with Harvick and Elliot. They were doing some short track dirty racing with each other, splitting cars, trying to get to each other. And then once Elliot caught up, that definitely made Harvick nervous, and I think that's kind of what put him in the wall, was just the fear factor of what's Chase going to do to me now, because they both needed to win to get in. Well, Harvick kind of needed to win to get in.
2: Honestly, Harvick could have made it in on points if he stayed where he was. Yeah. If Harvick stayed where Isn't, he was, he would have made it in on points over Jay, well, uh, and, over
1: Brad. Him and well, him and Brad were going back and forth. It was they kept going in and out based off positions and passing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It, and it, Brad had more potential to get in than Harvick, but he was a little a ways off Harvick.
2: Yeah, I mean uh, let's just hope we don't have a rain out like we did last yeah. year at Texas because mm. last it's, year's Texas race was run on a Wednesday so weird because um, we it now, literally because it. it literally was raining Sunday
1: mm-hmm.
2: Monday, Tuesday and then Wednesday it rained the whole week
1: <laughs> Let's leave now, go pick up Dan, and let's go to Texas.
2: (laughs) It's going to be a boring race, not worth going.
1: Okay, fine, let's go to Martinsville.
2: I'm down. That's going to be a great race. Halloween weekend, Martinsville, night race. Oh, yeah. Great, great racing. Mm-hmm. Um
0: I think that just about covers it for the sports world, do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I mean, NBA's coming up. Not much to talk about right now because they're still in preseason, but going to be a fun season for those guys.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a great, great w- the WNBA boys. we in the finals. Yeah. Game three today. Yeah. Yeah, I don't watch WNBA, but the series is uh, tied 1-1 between the Phoenix Mercury and Chicago Sky. Mm-hmm. Take your pick right now.
0: Uh, Phoenix. I think, yeah, I was going to say Phoenix. That's the one I
1: hear the most about. Okay. I'm going to go Chicago because Chicago blew them out game one, 91-77. They lost by five game two. Yeah. And now they have the next two home games, best of five.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My money's on Chicago Sky, so...
0: Oh, that's something to keep my eye out for in the Sports World News, I guess.
1: That's my hot take.
2: Oh, yeah? Yeah,
1: Chicago. This set. is the first it's time set.
2: that the NBA Phoenix team and the WNBA Phoenix team have both made the finals of their respective uh, leagues together
0: Mm-hmm.
2: from the so same let's city.
1: If, let's see if Phoenix can do anything this year. They looked good last year. On. Celtics play today. Going they got Miami. Excuse me. That'll be good. Rip, Kyrie's, Rip Kyrie Irving's career. If you saw his uh, Instagram live yesterday, kind of funny. Yeah. He might retire.
0: I mean, is the NBA still requiring that you become vaccinated, or did they loosen up on that? Well, the Nets told him.
1: The Nets told him not to play because if you're unvaccinated, you can only be like a certain amount. You're limited at practice, mm-hmm. and they're like, just stay home. But Kyrie said he's not retiring. But and he explains why he's not choosing to receive COVID nineteen. He did that was crazy yesterday on his Instagram. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to play. Brooklyn until he's vaccinated, and they won't give him a contract
0: extension. So, well, then maybe he'll go find somewhere else to play.
2: Did you, uh, did you guys see that in the NHL? There's only four players not vaccinated in the entire National Hockey League. Only do we four know who players.
0: they
1: are? are you um, with... you could look I
2: don't, up. I don't know who they are, but
1: not the I've AI been.
2: But yeah, I only f- oh. four. It's I'm insane to me. I'm ready for hockey. Yeah. Okay. I mean, in Boston right now, the two sports that I think could get a championship are the Bruins and the Red Sox. Those are the two mm-hmm. sports in Boston that I think are closest to getting a championship r- right
1: no now. Within the next two years. The Patriots can do it within the next two years.
2: I don't see him doing it this year, though.
1: No, no, not this year. Within, like, either next year or the year after.
0: Oh, they're not going to give us the names because the NHL aren't requiring it, so. Yep. Sorry about that. All right. Well, I think that just about does it for us here. Would you guys agree? Yeah. I mean, that was a
1: great shotgun podcast. Yep.
0: All right. Mm. Have a good day, folks. We'll see you next week.